The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub, featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will be concluding a sermon in the Heavenly Authority series. And when we left off, Pastor had just read from Ephesians chapter 4, where Paul gives the purpose of the office of the teacher. Here is Pastor Greg. There is this office of the teacher to help the church come to the fullness, the completeness, the perfect man in Christ Jesus, to bring the new babies that come into Christianity into their knowledge of the Lord, to help old believers to be strengthened when they're weak. You need this office, but the goal is that everyone be taught by Jesus Christ directly through the Holy Spirit, the anointing that God pours out and gives. It does not, the office of the teacher does not relinquish the responsibility, the obligation, and the position that every believer has to learn to know directly from the Lord, to understand his scriptures. You don't need a pastor to read the Bible to you. You should be reading the Bible every day yourself. You don't need the pastor to interpret the scripture. You should be praying in the spirit, having scripture interpret scripture. You should have the principles to understand the Bible. You should be able to pick a concordance up, pick a lexicon up, look at the Greek. You should be able to read yourselves. The teacher, the position that God has in the church, and it's a legitimate position, a needed position, does not take away the individual responsibility. And that's been a mistake throughout Christian history. Just because God calls some to certain positions, the people then sit back, become dull of hearing, become bad students because he takes care of that and I don't have to worry about it. Not so. Not to be so. That's not the way God designs it. You have this office of the teacher, and they are to be treated and respected by the church. Galatians 6.6, 6, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. 1 Timothy 5.17, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. And NIV will say, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching, literally is especially the ones laboring in lago, the word, and teaching, didaskalia, those who are laboring in the word and in teaching. So elders, and we'll return to this when we talk about elders, you can have elders in a church. Not all the elders can be teachers. The elders should be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. So the office is an important office and should be treated with respect. But returning to the teaching that we all should have from the Holy Spirit, 1 John uh, chapter 2, verse 27. Let me reread it. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Now that's an important part, abiding in him. 
If you don't abide in Jesus Christ, and not the Jesus that's taught by this one or that one, but the Jesus of the Bible, you know, you can go into cults and hear a million different versions of Jesus that are not Jesus at all. But the Jesus of the Scriptures, if you abide in Him, then the Spirit of God gives us revelation. The danger is, if we don't abide in Him and we receive revelation, it might not be from the Holy Spirit. Our own minds can deceive us. Our own spirits can deceive us. The devil and demons can deceive us. So that abiding in Him is extremely important. And you have this idea of completeness in Hebrews 5, maturity, skilled in the word of righteousness, and having an ear to hear the full, complete teaching of the Holy Spirit. This is very important, that aspect of completeness, fullness. Didn't we speak for months on the seven churches of the book of Revelation, right? And when you go into the book of Revelation, and he talks to the church at Ephesus, he says in verse 7 of chapter 2 to Ephesus, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. The church of Smyrna, he ends up by saying in verse 11 of chapter 2, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. In verse 17 to Pergamos, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. We spoke about the new name a few weeks back. In Thyatira, he tells them in uh, verse 29, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. In Sardis, in chapter 3, verse 6, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To Philadelphia, in verse 13 of chapter 3, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And lastly, to Laodicea, in verse 22, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Seven. We talk about seven, the complete number. Perfection, completeness. Now, the Spirit is telling each one of these churches a different message. Why? Because they've gone off in a different era, right? Some of them have done very well in areas the other churches are doing poorly in. And the Spirit doesn't address that. He, Jesus commends them for what they've done right, but the Spirit is addressing what they're doing wrong. The full message, the complete message, the fullness of it, the completeness of it, the whole work of the Holy Spirit. That anointing has to be open. That anointing that teaches us has to be open to the complete Word of God, not part. Otherwise, it's like that menorah, a few lights are lit and a few are not. And we're called to light every lamp on the menorah to have the completeness. Because when there's that area that we're dull of hearing, if we hear six and we miss the seventh, 
that area that we're dull of hearing, where we don't listen, where we're a bad student, and I don't care how well we might have listened than the others, we could be expert teachers, skilled teachers, in the other parts of the Word of God. But the one area that we miss, that we ignore, I guarantee you that is the area we will fall. The Satan will come in, he knows it, he will come in and twist his way in and bring us down by that one area. So it's not enough to be open to the anointing of God's Spirit to teach us. We have to be open to the full anointing of God's Spirit to teach us. Now, there are teachers that are given different ministries. You know, there are different gifts, right? And obviously, to have the office of a teacher, you need to have some gift of teaching to explain it. And there are different offices, we're speaking about the offices of the teacher, and then there's different operations and workings. Some teachers are given revelation in one area, and some in another, and that's not bad, because their individuals are gifted by God to preach a certain thing. But it's only correct if they themselves will say, look, the Lord has blessed me with this teaching but we need to know the full word of God. I can go through Christian history and show you how good teachings were taken and then because the focus was off the fullness of the word of God, they were twisted, perverted, and a good teaching can become an apostasy. Did you know that? That a good teaching can become a heresy? Because the fullness of who Jesus Christ is does not come through. It's not wrong to have a teaching in a certain area, but you have to put it all together. You have to be open here, have an ear to hear what the Spirit says. The Spirit said a lot of things in the book of Revelation. Which one don't we want to hear? And you could take that to any part of the Scriptures. The answer is we should want to hear it all. We need the fullness, the complete work, so that we don't fall in that one area. We don't become experts in one area and then have our lives destroyed in another. That's why uh, the Lord says in Revelation chapter 3, He says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. And there is this, over and over again, this message in the letters that Jesus writes to these churches. And it's Jesus writing it. John is just a penman. The angel brings it to him, but it's Jesus giving these letters. He loves them, so he rebukes them. He chastens them. Why? That they be zealous and repent. You know, there's a, there's a tendency when a kid does something wrong, they'll say, but I, I did this, this, and this right. They'll tell you all the things they've done right. You know, And that's what you have with these seven churches in the book of Revelation. right? You've done this right, that right, and you can see the people saying, yeah, I did this, I did that. But it doesn't help you when you're teaching your child because that one area you're telling them about, well, we know you did good here, we know you did that right, but you still got it. That doesn't stop you from needing to do right in this one area that you're doing wrong. And if I love you, I'm going to tell you and rebuke you and chasten you so that you change. Right? The Lord loves us. And that's that those letters to the Church of Revelation, we can't minimize the importance of them to tell us, wake up, hear the full message of God. Don't block out any area. Don't let our desires, no teaching, no church, 
Don't let it block out what we need to know in the fullness of God's Holy Spirit. And then we'll stand and never fall. Then he said to them, Take heed, behold, watch what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more, more will be given. For whoever has to him, more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, Lord God. We pray, Father, that we would indeed become complete, grow to maturity, come to the end, be finishers of what we start in Christ Jesus in the perfection of your righteousness, Lord God, that we would not close our ears to any area your spirit shows us, Father, that we would not take one part of your word, but we would take the wholeness, the fullness of your word, your logos, that we would become skilled in it, Father. Father, we would be trained in it, that our ears would not be dull, Father, we would hear your full message, Father God, that we would be good students, diligent students, that we would be able to teach others the glorious word of God. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Our Sunday sermon is live streamed on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. Afterwards, it is posted up not only on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel on YouTube, but also on rumble.com and now on the church website itself at www.shiarjeshub.org. You will find links to all three options on the shiarjeshub.org homepage, along with links to our radio program library.